Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. Alrighty. Uh, so, John, you just you just got done watching um, the latest episode of Loki, episode five. Yeah. Marvel Studios is Loki so now, and, and you know we're gonna be sensitive here. We know that not all of you. Um, have the the freedom of schedule to watch it on release day, so we're not going to spoil anything. No spoilers. Not going to spoil anything. I'm just curious. Like, what is your opinion of Thomas Hiddleston? Well, when he was when they um, decapitated Loki, I was like, "What the?" No, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> One of our chatting fake spoilers. No, I love Tom Hiddleston. Why do you ask? Yeah, I think he's doing a great job in the show. Right. So good to see more of him. I saw something like a few years ago, and I didn't. Like I wasn't sure if it was like a fever dream what? or if it was like a real thing. What? But I saw a commercial from China. Okay. That Tom Hiddleston appeared in. Oh, this is gonna be good. Um and I was genu I was genuinely just not sure whether I remembered it correctly because it didn't seem real at the time. Mm-hmm. Um but no, it's a very real thing. I'm about to show it to you. Um oh, I'm excited. <laughs> it's a commercial that Tom Hiddleston did, I think about two, three years ago. Um for the vitamin brand Centrum. Okay. Yeah. So let's just watch it together and react it. to it we'll visually. It. All right? All right. You can look this up yourself too, listeners. Yeah. Just look up Tom Hiddleston Centrum. Oh, look at him chopping up a salad. Morning. Whew. I finished early, so I'm going to back and make you breakfast. Describe what's happening, John. So he's made a salad for the camera person POV. Pepper on top, right? What like pepper on top? Okay. Oh, yes, yeah. You look great. He's very flirty with us. Is he having an affair with us? But it's okay because he gives me his vitamins? Wow, that did feel like a fever dream. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I, I, I vaguely just recalled seeing it in like a weird meme compilation or something, but I was like, that has to be like an excerpt from a movie or something. Or like, f- you know, that had to be from something. But then I don't know why I was possessed to look it up again, but I. <laughs> I did, and um, that's that. That's a real commercial that Tom Hiddleston did at the height of his fame. Probably, well, yeah, now yeah. now is probably the height of his fame. Pretty close, um, but 
Um, Let's just super quick recap if yes. you if you didn't bother to watch it, which by the way you should. I'll give you a second. <laughs> yeah. Click the link in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's from the camera's POV, like one of the POV porns, basically, of a of a girl who is. I he he says I got finished early. What what is it? Is huh? <laughs> um, I think the scenario is that you, the POV, the POV person, we, wakes up. We boned at post boning. Post boning, um, uh, uh, where Tom Hiddleston finished early, um, and he is now making you uh, very breakfast. Salad. A very multicolored chopped salad. Breakfast. Had some cucumbers. Had a nice egg on top. Yeah, and also uh, centrum. And centrum in in Mandarin. <laughs> yes. And then wow. uh, you proceed to. I, I don't know about you, man, but like I could not watch this without cringing. Like, I, I, I just I, even after like this was my third time watching it together with you, I still yeah. had this internal cringe that doesn't leave my body. Do you feel that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm filled with a lot of emotions. Yeah. My main thing is like the whole time I was watching. Oh man, he probably got paid like a fucking billion dollars to do this thing at least a million and it's so funny because it's like you know we've shot commercials here nathan yeah some have been good some Uh have been bad Uh uh-huh but a lot of them it's like you have a writer who'd be like all right here's my idea (laughs) you're we're gonna do this it's gonna be great ha 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 and you're just like okay the same quality of talent worked on this ad yeah like here's our idea i think the concept was you just fucked tom hiddleston and he is going to come back home later and Fuck you again well, and give you more vitamins. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna be busy for a couple weeks. <laughs> Being with my, you know, my wife. When we work on Marvel movies. I won't have attempts to fuck you, John from Singapore. It's just please, very... please have more vitamins. It's just so strange. That was really weird. It's very, very strange, and also, but I think it's because like, like, like. Um, commercial China has like a thing for that look of white person. Yeah, you know the very old European, like long nosed yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of look. Makes sense. Um, I, that's why he was the lead in Kong Skull Island. Many people forget that he was good in that. <laughs> that movie was not good, but he was no. good in that. <laughs> that movie was n- not fun. Um, I still contend it was funnyish. Okay, anyway, but yeah, I just I just Whoa. found it fascinating, and it also just like brought up this whole. Um, question in my head about like selling out and when it's acceptable, when it's okay. Let's find out. I wonder how much. Can we find out how much he was paid for that? Can we find out how much? Okay, but like just a personal question to you. I'll look it up. I would but, do but that in a heartbeat. A, a personal question to you, like where do you think your line is? Because you know you perform, you're an actor, you you yeah. get hired for commercials. Where would you say your sellout line is drawn? Far after that one. That's well within my range. <laughs> If they're like, John, do this stupid... I would probably ham it up more. Like, yeah? Just be like, look how stupid this is. Well, no, but see, that's the thing. He had to be sincere as yeah. possible. Like, you need to believe that he's going to have sex with you multiple times. Like, I would, like, play with the eyeline. I would, like, look down at the camera's naked body mm-hmm. all the time. Be like, oh, yeah. Um, okay, so apparently this was picked up by the news um, a couple years ago. As it should. Uh, many people found it creepy. <laughs> yeah, as they should. <laughs> It's just interesting because like this this stuff used to happen all the time. Yeah. Um it's just that, you know, pre-internet no one You couldn't see it. Yeah. yeah. Like there, there there would be like rumors of it and maybe like a magazine clipping or two, but there was never ever like proper evidence up until you know the last 15 years, I guess. Yeah, there's an episode of Friends about that very concept. Yeah? Yeah, remember? 
When Vaguely. Joey Joey in his Days of Our Lives days went to Japan, I think it was, ah. and filmed an ad for lipstick for men. Mm-mm-mm. That was a good one. And then the whole like, Lost in Translation, big part of it, you know? Right. But yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> and be like, all right. Okay, where, where, where is your line drawn? Like, Because, like, okay, maybe I'll define it a bit more for you yeah. because I, I, I think I know where my line okay, is drawn. Okay, okay. Besides the obvious ones of like, you know, not, you know, don't support things that are actively trying to kill the planet yep, yep. or um, harm marginalized people or things like that. It depends how much they're paying. <laughs> um, I'll do an ad for Amazon. Like, I know it's very difficult to like um, boycott everything, yeah, right? Yeah. Because like, if you go far enough, far, far high enough up the ladder, there's always going to be something, yeah. you know. But, you know, I guess, like, the obvious ones are if there is a company that is actively doing bad shit, then, you know, try not to yeah, associate I wouldn't yourself. do an ad for the KKK, I guess. Yeah, things like that, you know. Yeah. Um, um, but I think where my personal line is drawn is if it's something that I think I would cringe at. You wouldn't? So you wouldn't do the Centrum ad? No. Dude, I would do the Centrum ad so hard. Yeah? Yeah. Not like, only that, I would do it with pride. Like, like this fucking stupid thing they made me do. <laughs> Uh, here, okay, I, think- no, I, I want my perspective changed on this because, like, I have said no to like p- some like pretty yeah. dope jobs because of this. I wouldn't say maybe not dope jobs, but like well-paying jobs yeah, yeah, yeah. because of this exact reason. Because like I will like kind of um, think about imagine myself in that role yeah, yeah, yeah. and be like, huh, I would cringe at that, or like uh-huh. I would be like mm, at that. So like, in order to not be like self-hypocritical. Or, you know, know, to man. be able to live with myself. I, I, I played a broccoli. I, w- I put on broccoli suit and I played a broccoli. Okay, Same man, I played a sumo wrestler. But with it's, f- it's it's not about, like, like um, whether you look silly or stupid mm-hmm, or not. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, like, I, I've looked silly and stupid for art tons of times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's more of, like, if, if it personally would... You know you know what I mean? Like I, Yeah, I do know what Like, you the mean. kind of ad that you would watch and go, like, you know? Yeah. Or just be kind of, like... Oh, he got paid. You know that kind of thing where it's like it's yeah, so okay. My lines beyond that for sure. Yeah, like I'd be like, "Hey, Nathan, hey, come watch this Centrum ad with me again. The one that I did is so stupid, right? Here, let me give you twenty dollars because I got paid so fucking much." Right. To- okay. Here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I-, I would like to see things more that way because, like, I am currently dealing with like a situation like that where it's mm. like it's 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 very. Um, like, oh, there is a job opportunity, but it's definitely something that would I would cringe at if I like realistically, like you know. Um, I don't know. It's it's like I think it's like one one for one for me, one for you, one for me, one for my bank account kind of a deal. Yeah, you know. I mean, I I think it becomes a problem if it becomes a pattern. <laughs> but in what sense? Like, like if the, that's all Nathan does now, right? Nathan just does problematic ads. Right. Oh, Nathan's doing brown face again. Right. For, Got it for some clothing brand or Got something. It. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because I okay. Like full disclosure, like I have done some things for Disney, and you know, like sure, sure, people sure. say things like, "Oh, Disney is like a media monopoly, and they're like a monolith, and they're gonna crush everything." Whatever. I'm like, like yeah, I, 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 I can personally, faster. I can personally live with that because I am <laughs> one of the Disney sheeple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it feels less egregious to like right. you know do things for them. Right, right, right. <laughs> like I. While I understand that there will be people that exist that go like, oh, Disney's evil, I'm very much like, bah, Yeah, give, give it to me. <laughs> give me. Give me the mouse cock. Yeah. Uh, um, no, like, okay, let's see. Yeah. Mm, like, I would find myself, for example, doing an ad, like, this is a very out there thing, but doing an ad promoting travel to a country whose regime I don't support, for example. Right. 
or I think he's yeah. Doing say bad like things. if the, if if like the tourism. Uh, uh, Nazi like, Germany. Let's just make it really bad. Okay. I was going to make it more nuanced, like Israel. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say China, and then it was going to upset people. But yeah, okay. Yeah, like okay. say like the, the Israel, board, Israel tourism board, board like tells you to come and show specifically the Israeli zones. I would do that. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I would do that. I would do one for Palestine, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do, I would not do one for Nazi Germany. Would you do one for North Korea? Yeah, I would. Okay, so, sto- so your line is pretty... So maybe it's just China. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, w- no. you wouldn't do one for China. No, no, okay. Let's let's examine why I wouldn't do, why I would do one for North Korea. Yeah. Because, I mean, okay, let's let's examine... Let's Because br- you know why? It breaks... We have to break it down a little bit. Okay. What the hell? North Korea is allowing travel now? Quick, quick pause. Country? Quick like, pause. A- Are you aware that for the last year, North Korea has kind of, like, modernized their propaganda game? I have not... No idea. No. Yeah. So, like, instead of the the newscaster just going, no, that was super racist. Yeah, but you know, just like <laughs> kind of sound like Hutties, like Jabba the Hut. Instead of you know that angry newscaster Solo. shouting at the at the camera, uh-huh. their propaganda now looks more like BuzzFeed travel videos kind of things. That's interesting. Yeah. So, like, the aesthetic is very different. It's it's by, uh, uh, presented by an English speaking North Korean lady. Huh. Um, looks very welcoming with glasses. But like, uh, wait, are you allowed to travel into North Korea? That's, I don't, yes, yeah, you are. I think They have tourism programs, but, like, you're not allowed to just take free reign, I'm sure. Okay, I mean, this is, obviously, this is aside from COVID stuff. Yeah. But, okay, so, again, all I have to draw on is the the amazing TV show Crash Landing on You. Uh But from what I understood, you can only travel there if you're from a fellow communist country. Like, you can fly in from Russia and China, and, like, that's it. Oh, really? That, I mean, again, going off of a fictional TV show. (laughs) Okay. Um, I believe there's a thing where, like, uh, they allow X amount of visitors per And it's, year. like, super controlled. Mm-hmm. I think I heard about that as well. I'm not sure. But, yeah, if they're, com- like, uh, North Korea travel board, come visit Pyongyang. I'd in like, principle, right, interesting. In principle, any person is allowed to travel to North Korea. In principle. Only South Koreans and journalists are routinely denied. Right. Although there have been some exceptions for... Visitors are not allowed to travel outside designated tour areas without their Korean guides. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, you know, about oh, okay. that. The, the, there is restrictive travel, um, but they, yeah, their their propaganda game has upped. So, um, you know, <laughs> would would you like realistically, if if the government like hit you up and was like, would you do? I mean, it depends on the nuances of it all, I guess. But y- y- I guess, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to search my soul on that one, right? And to be fair. I'm not really sure what the fuck North Korea is up to these days. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm like super against the Uyghur camp, so that's why I, I struggle with, with China. Yeah, you know. Uh, I I just assume that North Korea is not doing great things for its people of because course. you know we don't see any of it. Yeah. Um, and also like the ones that get out are always super bummed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not like, whoo, that was great, but you know, wanted to change the scenery. <laughs> I wouldn't do an ad for the Trump campaign. Right. Though again, for the story, I might do it. Right. Right. I put on a fucking MAGA hat, and be like, yeah. "I'm an Asian and I support Trump." No, <laughs> that's pretty weird. Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating. Where the line for? So- I-, I know I wouldn't do an ad for North Korean tourism. <laughs> um, I don't. know. They're like, I, to me, they're like, oh, they're reaching out. They're trying to like, right? Okay. If they're appeal- if they're trying to get people like me, then I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Huh. You really give me something to think about. <laughs> what else wouldn't I support? Yeah, but I don't you, de- know. you definitely wouldn't do one for China. 
I guess not. Okay. I, no, I don't know. I still would probably. I don't know. It's an interesting thing, but, and this is going to be this. We're going to go off on a different tangent for now. sure. Um, but <clears throat> China has been like um, doing a lot of things with. Um, if you've noticed, I don't know if you 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 trowel these parts of the internet, but um, they are using social media like mm-hmm. like social media that exists outside of their own internet, well, not just Weibo. So our internet, basically, yeah. like yeah, YouTube, yeah. Twitter, um, all of that. Um, they're utilizing all of those now to to get their oh. their message out and get their you know their their quote unquote propaganda. If you, you think, you think that, that girl who just like what's her name the one who just makes stuff in her village in China and is a huge YouTuber gets millions of views. You think that's just Chinese propaganda? What's her Hard name? Li Zizi. Yeah, that one. Hard to say. Yeah. Impo- honestly, impossible to say. I don't know. I would I would like to believe production no because so there's good. something so pure about it. Production values are so good. But. I don't know. There's something very pure about it because like the the propaganda stuff is a lot more obvious. Yeah. Um it's usually like um basically anything by the state run media of course. which ha- they have their own YouTube accounts, they have their own Twitter accounts, which brings to question how come they can have YouTube and Twitter accounts yeah. and the people can. <laughs> <laughs> um uh the there's also like a huge influx of them hiring international like usually very white looking people. Mm-hmm. Um um or you know, just obviously not Chinese-looking people, and hiring them to give like pro-China or like you know, no genocide here kind of thing, you know. And there's tons of those videos coming out now, um, yeah. and it's absolutely fascinating. So like this this theory of one day the Chinese government approaching you to do some kind of tourism video, not out of the question. Not impossible, huh? Not impossible because they've been doing this with a lot of foreigners and like. It, th- and it brings the question back to the thing of selling out once again. Mm-hmm. Um, like, where's that line drawn, personally, I, I guess? You it's know, hard. because I'm, I'm sure these... Um, and it, there's a whole world of these, if you look on the For internet, sure. of, like, these foreign vloggers who are very obviously pushing some kind of Chinese agenda yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they they're very clearly not just vloggers. Like, there's always some kind of political message behind mm-hmm. what they're putting out. And with very purposeful Chinese subtitles that, you know. Yeah. No, I've missed all of this stuff. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's a fascinating part of the internet because um, they're trying to get their message out there. Uh And the only way to do that is in the playground of our internet um, that their people don't have access to. Like, who are they targeting? Just tourism in general? Yeah. Everybody. They're targeting the world, baby. Because... Because... um, uh, that's why you hear n- hear a lot nowadays about like the whole like Western uh, view towards China is very biased and uh-huh. like Western media bias. That's a narrative that they're trying to push very actively, mm. um, and one that you'll see in different like waves, I guess, of like content mm. created by all these different um, state-owned media companies or people that get paid to make content like that. And it's interesting because it's almost like a whole. Uh, other sect of influencers. Of reality. Uh, yeah. Reali- I mean? Reality influencers. You have different influencers. Reality influencers. Wow. That's but crazy. Yeah, it's it's a very fascinating world. It sounds like it. Yeah. There's just, you know, uh, like a... This, you know, this is going to get like me super canceled in Let's China. Let's go. But, um, uh, yeah, there's definitely like a tinge of... Um, like hypocrisy there because mm-hmm. they are using like all these uh, tools, international you know. uh, inter- internet platforms that the people don't have access to. Yeah. 
Um, and at the same time, they're also kicking out a lot of like um, foreign press and mm. increasing restrictions of foreign press in their country. And yet they're also pushing this narrative of Western media being biased against them and how like, you know, uh, everything in Western media is bad. So, you know, there's a, there's, there's yeah, a, a bit of push and pull there, a little bit. Yeah, of <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of a weird hypocrisy yeah. there that's going on. Um, uh, I just find this whole thing fascinating because like I would, it's not out of the question that one day they would ask me sure. to do something sure, like that because sure, sure. I, I work in China yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because, and maybe this is just me trying to make myself feel better, <laughs> but how I reconcile the fact of working in China is that I work for the, for and with the people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, I've never had, state. yeah, I've never had any government-related projects in China. Like, not yet. And, and like, thank, yeah, not yet. I hope not. <laughs> but I, I, I work for the, for and with the people over yeah, there. Yeah, right on, right on. And the people are what make China fucking amazing. Sure. And the people are kind of what push China to where it is today. Mm. The government, you know, kind of put limits upon what the, well, you know how far the people can go. So you think they've progressed in spite of the government? Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like I think what the government did was they gave them the the ability to have this free market mm-hmm. of sorts, and the people took that. You know, because Chinese people were very hardworking, yeah, yeah, yeah. very very hardworking, very capable lot. Maybe not the most creative at times, but you know, definitely like um, pedal to the metal kind of situation. You know, get <laughs> sure. the work done. Sure. Um, and yet. <clears throat> You see things with like, oh, now I'm gonna go full on like, whoa! Yeah, 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 you see like things like Jack Ma disappearing and stuff like that, and how so like confusing. they're essentially giving this message of like, there's a ceiling, you know, mm-hmm. like work hard, you know, su- succeed, but there's a ceiling. <laughs> what, is, what what what, ha- what happens when you hit that ceiling, or like, what is that ceiling? You get Jack Ma, baby. You get, you get disappeared for a little bit. You get disappeared for a little bit. Come back, announce your retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Did he do that? Sort of. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that dude needs to write a book. I think he has. He, oh. made a, he made a kung fu movie. <laughs> that is not even a surprise. Did he star in it? Uh, yeah. He just produce it. Do you not know about this? Not at all. You don't know about the Jack Ma kung fu movie nope. starring like Donnie Yen and Jet Li and um, like Jack Ma? Uh, yeah. No. No. Fire up that old. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. We got Tom Hiddleston as we got Jack Ma trailers. What's the movie called? Um, it is called. It's got Donnie Yen and Jet Li. Um, hold on, let me pull up the thing. That's crazy, man. It's called Kong Shou Tao. It's a short. Um, yes, it's a Chinese kung fu short film directed by Wen Zhang and produced by Jet Li. Film stars Jack Ma, Jet Li, Donnie Yen, Wu Jing, Tony Ja, Jackie Cheung, Asahoryu, Akinuri, Zhou Shiming, and Natasha Liu. Damn, they got Tony Ja in that bitch? Yeah, Tony Ja, Donnie Yen, Jet Li, Jack That's Ma. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All right, I'll watch that later. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, the full film is on YouTube apparently. Yeah, I'm watching it later. All right, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you've given me a lot to think about. I'm like, giving, <laughs> I'm like pause, just think about my place in the world. Yeah, it's just fascinating, right? Because like, it's been a running topic about how like um, we live in much more accountable times, mm-hmm. much more responsible times. Sure. Um, yeah. Interesting. Speaking of accountable times, you know, there's a news story that kind of piqued my interest this this recently. Mm-hmm. Have you, Nathan? Have you ever heard of a lady called uh, Kelly Coconuts? Is that her name? Coconut no. Kelly. Coconut what? Kelly. I think her name is Coconut Kelly. Yeah, it's a weird, real weird name. Who is this? Uh, she's an Instagram person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a model. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
what drives me wild is that what drives you absolutely coconut it drives me nuts is that okay she is i, I don't know maybe like a 40 ish year old woman mm-hmm. like a beautiful body uh-huh. well fit mm-hmm. probably fake boobs but uh-huh. everything's really manicured um and she poses relatively risque photos mm-hmm. and then she uses uh, whatever fucking filters they use to really like de-age her face right to the point that she looks i swear to god Nathan, she looks like a teenager okay and it's fucking weird gross and it's like she's trying to like look at me pedophiles that's that's what her market is and she's made an only fans where she goes fully naked and she has 120 i think it's like 12,000 subscribers and like that paying 10 bucks each so she gets $120,000 a month to post photos yeah look her up man coconut kelly 143 on instagram i'm scared oh. when you say the age like no that's the thing is that i had to like look up i had to search for like real photos of her cuz she looks completely different in real life but on on Instagram, it looks like a yeah. Look it up. Okay, well maybe it's a good thing. But when I look up Coconut Kelly, the first result is Coconut not Kitty. Kitty. That's why. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Coconut Kitty. Okay, so um, what's what's the deal? So so she deages her face. So yep. the face I'm looking at right now is not how she really not looks like at all. So, but to be fair, this you know you made it sound like she was gonna look like a ten year old. Oh, like. I think she's pulled back a little bit. Look at this. Yeah. Let me show you this photo of what she really looks like, what she sometimes looks like, and what she sometimes looks like. Yeah, that's gross, right? That's pedo stuff. Not really. It just looks like three different people. Oh, yeah, but the, yeah, but that's the same person. Which which also, I mean, part of me is just like, wow. Yeah, it just looks like three different people. What is this app they're using, Nathan? But maybe also, like, my idea of, like, white people's age is very... Skewed. Skewed, <laughs> yeah. Like, I just can't... I, I can't accurately age white people, I guess. <laughs> but it, I, I'm just blown away by how much you can change. But then, like, now it just, it's a whole new question, right? Now it's like, what should you do? Okay, you can make yourself look basically like you're 14 with, like, yeah. ridiculous. Well, ugh. I mean, in terms of, like, we're in the age of, like, photo manipulation, video manipulation with, with that, with, the accessibility of all of these like TikTok filters, B six one two filters, Instagram fil- all, all the things you can do to like stretch and skew your face. Yeah. And then also deep fakes and how you can replace people's faces. It's <laughs> wild man. I don't know if you've seen, but deep fakes have recently like I don't know what has happened, but like consumer deep fakes have started like upping their game a lot. Consumer deep fakes? What do you mean? In terms of just like um, there are a lot more people that can do it really, really well now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether the technology's gotten easier to use or like the the, the, the processing power it demands is lessened, but more and more people are creating more and more convincing deep fakes. I mean, it should be right. I mean like it's only like when that inter- when that technology hit like the consciousness yeah. of I was like, Oh, it's only a matter of time before this goes. Yeah, but it, it's 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 nuts like how quickly people got so good at it. Yeah. Like if you watch like some YouTube compilations of deep fakes, like there's tons of people making ones that make you question reality. Mm. Um so yeah, I don't know. Like when I look at this person's face, it just looks very typical like Instagram girl kind of vibes. Yeah. Definitely like wild considering that you, the original photo and how she really looks like. Way different. It just makes me wonder like is this like, what's the point? Is is this some kind of, like, commentary? Is she, like, some kind of art project person? Oh, yeah, that's really giving the benefit of the doubt, right? I just think she's just trying to maximize her subscribers, basically. Okay, but then what's the thing? Like, if you're if the person that you're selling doesn't exist? 
the images do. See, that's like that's some Black Mirror shit we're getting into, man. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it just seems so. It seems so intentional that it's like, does you know, is, is it a secret? Is it do people like is, is the point that people know? Like, mm. what is the thing here? I don't know. It's, it's pretty hard to find photos of her, like what she really looks like. I think so. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's like. No, I think it's just. <laughs> to be because honest, I just think it's just like I think right. I look better this way. It's young, but then she she doesn't realize how fucking inappropriate it is, or maybe she does and she doesn't care. But it's it's not even, uh, or maybe her body dysmorphia is so twisted oh. that like she thinks that that's what she looks like because it's clearly two very different facial Completely structures. Different, yeah, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I was just thinking maybe there was more depth to it, like, you know, um, like those digital influencers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I find those fascinating. Yeah, like the K-pop band that's all cartoons and shit. KDA. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But there's also just like a whole generation of digital influencers. Um, there's one in, from Singapore. Um, I think her name is like Ray or something. Hmm. So Ray. Here is Ray. There we go. Yeah, this lady. It took me a while. Sure. Here dot is dot ray. So is it? This is like the work of like a graphic designer or some shit. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, it took me a while to like figure out that it was not a person. Virtual being. <laughs> um, That's cool. But yeah, it's fascinating. I, I find these kind of accounts pretty interesting and like the commentary that they're making upon like what we value and the person that we value behind the account yeah. and Black all these shit. things. Um. Yeah, just interesting little conversation. Social media is really putting a wrench in the works for mankind. Yeah. <laughs> you just get a f- step further and further away from, like, God. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just that you have, every, you have access to everyone's everything anytime, yeah. you know, and that's not... A little that, bit that, of everything, all of the time. That's not like a good sentence, you know? Yeah. Like, that's not a inherently good sentence, and inherently good things can't come from it. doesn't mean that they won't come from it. Mm. It just means that it's a pretty big toss-up yep. of chaos and calm. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> it's mostly the social media stuff and, like, how it, you know, affects, like, Everybody, older people especially, and how they perceive the news and what's yeah. real, man. Like it's it's like it's interesting to to, to really see the change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fascinating to actually see the change and then feel the change in like real society, like in your real life. Yeah, of how information and disinformation spreads, how certain types of people are more susceptible to it, and how quickly that disinformation can spread. Yeah. I'm talking specifically about like, you know, now the hot topic is vaccines Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like, um, it's almost like clockwork. You hear about these vaccine things and then like the, 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 the Facebook comment sections explode Mm -hmm. and then the same kinds of people like denounce certain things and like denounce science. Um, and then shortly after, like I get like, you know, from my personal experience, I got into a grab the other day and the driver out of nowhere was just like, Oh boy. Oh, you took the Moderna vaccine, uh? well, you know, oh. like you know, I, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't take any side one, uh, but you know, actually, the if you're gonna take one, you should take the the Sinovac one because the Moderna one uh, actually it has a spike in it. That can, and he starts talking about some Jeez. random ass, <laughs> some random ass science that I'm sure he uh, listened to for a very long time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just it's absolutely fascinating to like yeah. see that change, but then. 
Hmm. It's interesting because on a personal level, like it's not like I was super invested in like politics and world happenings when mm-hmm. I was much younger. Sure. So it makes you I, like I I wonder or if you remember mm. like how people got information back then and were people just much quicker to believe things and just kind of like the news is the news is the news. No, I mean it's it's a combination of a lot of things. Mostly the internet, but it's like the twenty four hour news cycle. It's a big part to play. Mm-hmm. There was no such thing, you know, when I was younger back in the day. You get the new, news was one hour at the end of the day on prime time. There was no like fucking cable news, so. But people still disagreed. But I'm just curious oh, what sure. that disagreement felt like. Because yeah, but it was never like. Like rip your throat out, fucking disagreements. I mean, it's, it always goes down to bipartisanship, right? It's just not that it's always about the states, but it's always red state, blue state. It's always fucking Democrat, Republican. But it's also just like the quantity because it feels like True. every two days nowadays, like we have a new thing to disagree on. True, yeah. I'm just like, do you remember? You're not I that just, much older than me, but do you remember yeah. a time, you know, where like it was just like, oh, for these three or four months, people disagreed on this thing, and then like that's pretty much the no, only thing people disagreed yeah, upon. People give a shit about stuff right no <laughs> people talked about sports more they're like oh i hope my team wins they didn't win oh all right well maybe next year like fucking there's none of this fucking like oh the earth is flat by the way i got pfizer so i guess we can compare yeah. i guess our experiences yeah well i mean i think i think spike. we're i think we're we're talking on the other side of the same coin that we were expounding on last week really mm-hmm. and in that um it's an uncomfortable thing, but it's a good thing that all of these conversations are happening and mm-hmm. that people are more and more aware. It might, you know, the process might suck and just be yeah. tiring on your soul. <laughs> yeah. But we're kind of like the transitory generation, you know? True. Like, in the future, people will be better. People will be more conscious. It'll oh, be I'm more... <sighs> it'll, it'll, like, those things will be default and inbuilt oh, into, God, I hope into, so, an, into a future generation. I hope so, but I doubt it. Like, um. and, or if nothing else, there's be nothing to fuck everything up. <laughs> I mean, generations don't change as much as you would hope I th- or think, I think. But we've never had access to so much information and true, knowledge. True, true, You know? But that's the thing, right? It's like you said, just because we know stuff doesn't mean... Like, that That, mm. that whole other has to is that. It's just like, oh, yeah, people con- are convinced that the world is flat because of all the shit they are on the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know, man. It's fucking crazy. Though, um, for the past three weeks, I've been uh, getting up at the crack of dawn-ish to teach uh kid camps yeah so i've been i've been uh, still going strong yeah going strong going strong uh i've been teaching improv to like uh kids ranging from 11 to 15 every day and i'm just like kind of like okay this is interesting and i'm kind of like they're not really that different from kids when i was their age you know what i mean right like the other day they were playing playing cards i'm like oh look you, you know they're playing cards i thought they'd be like only like doing mobile phone stuff though they do need mobile phone breaks it's pretty funny what? <laughs> yeah, well, because we'll, the the class I teach it goes for three hours, right? So I give them two breaks. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, guys, take a break, and then they, you know look at their snacks, but then like they're on their phones, right? And they're like, okay, I'm ready for real life for a bit now. It feels like they just need phone time, which to be fair, I do too. Like I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. tired of you people. I need to introvert for a little bit and yeah. go to my zone. That's why I do my break. I just go on my phone as well. But but yeah, my, my my point is though is that you know. They're as articulate as the kids were when I was their age. They're interested in similar things. It's just things are a little bit different. You don't think they're smarter? I feel like kids nowadays are smarter. I think they know more. I don't know if they're smarter. I think if you know more, you're smarter. Necessarily, <laughs> 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 it's a difference between I, I, wisdom no, and yeah, knowledge. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I yeah, didn't yeah. say wiser. I just yeah, said yeah. smarter. Like I genuinely think that younger people now are smarter. Like they know mm. more things. Like. Um, 
having a a breadth a breadth of knowledge is just sure. as good as the depth, you know. That's true. Um I'm just so curious where that's going to go and when we're going to feel old and frail and stupid. Yeah, like okay, we, millennial. Like we don't know anything. <laughs> it's happening, man. It's happening. Yeah. Go watch those millennials versus you, uh, Gen Z or videos. I know it's happening when I see like people, like f- figures, you mm-hmm. know, like, like, like celebrities and things, when they say things like lit and they're not saying it ironically. Yep, they're like, it's a bop. This song is a bop. Even that's dated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's more of like when like like uh, I was watching like an interview with somebody and said, "Yeah, it's gonna be really." Oops, <laughs> oops. Yeah, and so yeah, it's gonna be really lit. Was it like Michelle Obama or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> it was like a younger celebrity. Um, and he just said it unironically because up yeah. in this point, every time I says I heard someone say like, "Oh, it's gonna be really lit," it was always with like a tinge of irony of like, "Oh, isn't this stupid speak?" Yeah. But like. <laughs> No, like I heard someone say it unironically. I'm like, okay, this is how you know that like there's a whole new generation yeah, of just yeah, like for sure. an audience. That's that like Nathan, you're not capping right now. Yeah. What? Just, you're not capping. There's no cap. I don't know if that's a phrase. Um, no cap? You don't know you didn't you didn't you teach me no cap? Yeah, I know, but I don't think you used it appropriately. Yeah, you can't no 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 D- don't be capping on me. You, you, <laughs> okay. you can use I won't cap on you. You. Use ca- you can use it as a transitive verb. <laughs> <laughs> I will not cap. Or whatever on you. the fuck. Past participle. I never knew that shit. Well what else has been capturing your attention outside of like teaching you, children what, how what to What I'm generally surprised at is that we, we took this on to talk about all our Marvel escapades recently. Oh. We watched Loki. We yes. talked about that. We we teased at the beginning, which led to a centrum ad. Which led to an existential crisis. Yeah, but also, I mean, we watched fucking Winter. No, we didn't watch Black. <laughs> what, what, Black Scarlet. What the fuck? We watched Black. We watched Black Widow yesterday. Black Spider Man. Black Spider Woman. Thank mm, you very much. Yes. No, no, we got a little sneak peek of Black Widow, Marvel's newest movie, which was a cool experience. I thought it was. How much do we do we or do we not talk about it? What? I think is the of Black Widow because it's not even out for another like three days. No, I think it's out already. Is it or Which, something like it's out on the seventh or the eighth? Pretty or close, something. right? Um, man, I think I think we can just like as long as we don't go into spoilers. Yeah, let's not do a deep dive. Yeah, I would say it's. Hmm, <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, Nathan didn't like it at all. <laughs> um, I thought it was like not to say I didn't like it at all. It's just you know I, it had good qualities to it, but it just felt like we are. Like we just we just rewinded six years and we're back in the era where like MCU movies were kind of hit or miss because I don't know maybe it's just my own kind mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. uh, 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 rose tinted glasses here but it feels like at least in the last four or five years everything that Marvel has done has been kind of a banger yeah save for Captain Marvel I guess they were building up you know what I mean like they had all this stuff to work with yeah. and then kind of like. Um, Black Widow kind of stood in, uh, and then I, I first of all I thought it was pretty good like I thought it was like uh, right down the middle it falls right pop, somewhere yeah, no, right it in was, the middle it was right it was, it was right down the middle like yeah. I, I, I'm not saying like, like it was 11 a, out of 22 or whatever the fuck it is yeah like 12. I guess I made the classic mistake of going in with some expectations, expectations yeah and then like but it was you know I didn't have that a lot of expectations yeah, I yeah. just wanted her to have her moment. Yeah. Like I, I I wanted I wanted the the character who has been relegated to like side chick for the last ten boob. years yeah. um to finally have like this moment. And the movie didn't really give her that. It kind of just like expounded upon like 
her lore, sort of, but mm-hmm. it's kind of lore that we just learnt. So it's not like, you know, it doesn't have a lot of depth to it. Um, it builds up future characters, I guess, yeah, for in me, a cool way. I think for me, that was... I enjoy... Okay, so I really liked, I really, really liked Florence Pugh. Like, I yeah. just like her. I thought she was great in this Hayden movie, Hayden Penn is second tier. Yeah, I think Hayden, former Pewit, too. <laughs> Florence Pugh's better than Hayden Parentier. Uh But my thing is, is like... It's that whole like oh we have to set I mean they ha- it's the whole thing of like you can't just do a movie we have to set up other movies and stuff like that so they're building up stuff they're building stuff here they're leaving stuff there so yeah but you can walk and chew gum at the same time I yeah, think yeah, they can yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. True, build true, true. the next thing but also you know actually make Black Widow the main character of her own movie yeah I, you keep saying that I don't know wh- I don't get what you mean by that things just kind of just happened around her <laughs> you know like she never drove the plot like it was very much like. Um, okay, now this thing, and then, oh, now we're going here, and then, okay, now we're going here, and then what's the, the plan now? We're going to go here, and then we're going to go... Like, there was... It never felt like... Um, it never felt like the story was focused on her. Mm. It never felt like she was actively pushing the story to any one direction. Things just kind of unfolded and happened, and then, ah, this this thing, and ah, yeah. this thing. Like, I you know if I agree about that. Like, for example, okay, without talking spoilers, it's hard. Like, there's a big set piece in the middle mm-hmm. where they go break someone out of somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, that was her choice to do that. You know what I mean? And it's like, even on that simple sense, like, it was her choice to make. It wasn't just like, hey, you know, let's do this. She was like, okay, I made a decision. Yeah, but they didn't... I, mean, I get but, that but, vague like, sense of what you're talking about, but I'm trying to, like... They didn't very much on that idea. Like, I would mm-hmm. say that that was, like... It, that had less than a scene's worth of attention to it. Maybe. And like in in a movie where she's the title character, I would just hope that I walked out having a stronger opinion of her, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, I was hoping to walk out of there going like, God damn, Black Widow, what a badass. Like, you know, that's that's the that's the sp- that's the spy that we grew up with, you know? You know, yeah. just like... I know what you feel. I like the same way that you feel about Tom Cruise after a Mission Impossible mm-hmm. movie. I wanted to walk out with that feeling about Black Widow after watching Black Widow. And it just kind of felt like a, you know, a fun little adventure, like yeah. a made-for-TV adventure almost. Yeah, that's um, weird that it did... It felt like it kind of like felt like a hybrid Netflix... Uh, sorry, not Netflix, excuse me. A Disney Plus show mixed with yeah. like a traditional Marvel movie. Like, I felt like... It doesn't help that, you know, they've released... Like three back-to-back bangers of TV shows, yeah. Or like you know, like it, it. It doesn't help that every almost any episode of Winter Falcon would hold up to this movie in terms of like, um, or actually no, um, Winter Falcon. Winter had, Falcon was my least favorite. Winter so far, Falcon had better action scenes. That's another thing that I noticed about mm, his movie. That's yeah. In a movie where like it's very spy based and action. Yeah, yeah. Based. I can almost agree with that. I felt like the the action choreography was actually a little disappointing. It was it it was fine. Like things happened, and they got coverage. Yeah, and like they shot the master, and then they shot like the little things of the little choreo. Yeah, but um, I don't know if you noticed, but in Winter Falcon, because it was so like action based, yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's you know bang bang shoot shoot soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every almost every action scene had a hook to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that, but I mean, every like a story plot, story like, beat, or whatever, like something. Every mm-hmm. action scene like set piece or scene in Winter Falcon had some kind of hook in terms of like some kind of character driven hook, mm-hmm. some kind of cool thing that will happen that you haven't commonly seen before. Oh, okay, I hear what you're saying. You know? Like something yeah, yeah, will yeah. always happen of every fight scene either in terms of its setting, in its choreography, or what the character says and does. And in this one, man, for the last 45 minutes, it was just like... Yeah, nothing's really particularly memorable in my head. 
like the last 45 minutes was just like bang 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 bang. Though I did like the final fight in uh, the r- this is so hard to talk about this without spoilers. Um who was Oh yeah. With yeah. With um, ladies fighting just sl- slap and dash. Yeah. Uh okay, well I guess we can't really talk about it. <laughs> but uh Loki has been a hell of a ride. Like we I literally just both of us what do you feel about just the narrative it, of five, so. what do you feel about the narrative that almost all the women in the MCU have um, uh, mm. the same arc that they are trying to uh, uh, rise above oppressive men that abuse them? <laughs> you yeah, got definitely choose. You got uh, what's her face? The one that we just Black Widow, <laughs> Black Widow. Yeah, Gamora, and her. Fi- uh, and it's daddy issues, isn't it? What's the other girl's name? Maybe it's all daddy issues. Gamora. What's Gamora's sister's name? Nebula. Nebula. Yep. Um, daddy issues. Daddy issues. Yeah. Uh, Abusive men. Kind you, of could, you could argue the Black Widow has daddy fa- father issues too. Yeah. Um, who else? Scarlet. Uh, Miss Marvel. Witch, not really. Also. Scarlet Witch. Can come. Yeah, totally um, abuse. Wait, what? I mean, if we're gonna look at Magneto. Yeah, but he's not—he's not part of it. He's not part of the MCU, right? But okay, fine. The way that she was raised, sure. it was like abused by like those like right. experiment German. Yeah, but people. then again, I mean, I mean that's true and all. But like, can you just apply that to all the dudes as well? And I'm just, I'm trying to like check my privilege here, and I'm trying to make sure. <laughs> but no, Black Panther not. didn't really have the abusive male dominant in the relationship. Yeah. What you're, what, you're talking about, what, what you're talking about is like uh, this storytelling trope, which is like the ghost of the character, the thing that in their past that keeps them down, right? Yeah. Everyone has them. Yeah. So let's, let me, I'm trying to think. In all I'm the female characters, it tends them. to be an abusive man. An abusive man specifically. Yeah. I can't remember what Captain Marvel's whole shtick was. What What was she before? Oh God, I fucking forgot that movie already. <laughs> it sucked. Like she couldn't be a pilot or yeah, something? I'm the abusive man. <laughs> I fucking hate that movie so much. <laughs> the, the movie reflects its mirror upon you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey man, in a meta way, that's very true because she got, she was the victim of a lot of toxic masculinity. Yeah, fair. Um, both the character and the real and life the real actress. actress. Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, she's very unlikable in those interviews though. <laughs> but yeah, like I just a found typical it, I woman. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just found it fascinating that like a lot of the female characters in the MCU kind of have this this similar arc yeah, going on, yeah, and it's like wrong. Hmm. even Evangeline Lilly, right? She's trying to get over her dad, the Wasp. I meant sorry, the Wasp is trying to like she's oh. in a shaky relationship with original Ant Man, Michael Sheen. I mean Michael mm-hmm. Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh. Did you okay? Like, like, out of ten, what would you give Black Widow? Like a six. Would you recommend that our listeners watch it in the theater? Yeah. 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 Just, I mean, this is the movie that, <laughs> like, if only for this. Like, you've been out of the movie theaters for so long. Pretty shit movies have come out. This I'm, is the best movie to come out. I I am more annoyed that we, I haven't watched Fast and Furious Nine in the theater. Yeah, I'm down to watch that. I hate that I haven't watched Fast and Furious Nine in the theater. And as for my recommendation, I, w- I would recommend that you... I haven't even watched Fast and Furious 9, but I can guarantee you that it's probably a better time than Black Widow. <laughs> I'm curious like, how it pans out. I and feel like, like I, I'm a Marvel shill. Like, yeah, I, will, yeah, for I sure. will suck the dick of Mickey anytime. For sure, for sure. This is no hate on MCU. Like, definitely no hate on Black Widow as a character. I just really... I, You know, like I really wanted this movie to be more. Yeah. Like, if not... 
if not like m- to make Black Widow's character like more, you know, wow. Yeah. Maybe even just like deepen her a little bit and just go yeah, like, oh, you, oh, you know, that. like even the parts where they could have gone a bit deeper in her past and how she I was. I think that was the intention. I just think it didn't work on you. You know what I mean? Like she, they finally, they finally talked about what the fuck happened. In yeah, Budapest, but it was super jokey. Budapest. It was super jokey. The yeah. way that they kind of glossed over the whole like you know yeah. of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like they glossed over it in half a scene, and I'm like, that's some crazy shit. That if like if you really dug into, could have like given this movie so much more depth. Yeah, you know, because we always I again I can hear what trying about, to do. Yeah. I just think they just didn't quite pull it off for you. Mm. Uh, and for me, I, I, I think know, my kinda... dem- I, my demands aren't very demanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it just didn't affect you because that's what they were going for for sure. Just... The the opening credits affected me more than anything else. The opening, the first four minutes affected me more than like the the preceding. Right, I mean right, the, right. the the preceding hour and a half. Right, right. That's I would fair. say like just in terms of like what they showed us and like the mm-hmm. very montagey, mm-hmm. um, well paced montage of it all, like. I thought it was very like, yeah, that was good. emotionally informing. I and I was that. like, oh shit, this is going to be a tone of the movie. Like, you know, going into the past and really digging mm-hmm. into like the tra- past traumas and everything. But nope, it's just, this is the adventure now. Yeah, well, like I said, I think that's what they tried to do. It's just, you didn't, didn't, affect, yeah. didn't hit you. Um, one thing though I noticed, which is like something I never really care, is that like, yeah, yeah, I found this movie a little bit too jokey too. And it's like, I didn't find it not funny. I thought it was quite funny, but I just felt like it was too much. Like it, it's it's like they were leaning on humor to get us to like characters, nah. you know. Nah. That's what I felt. That's very classic MCU, though. Yeah, I don't know, but this is the first time it's a, it's bugged me. I genuinely think there was something off of the editing. M- I I, maybe. I I don't know if it was just me, but like for the first half an hour of the movie, mm-hmm. I felt like there was like rhythmically there was something up. Like rhythmically, there was something up where like. Like something demanded a laugh, but there either wasn't enough time to laugh, or it went on to the next thing mm. that, or like there would be a, you know, I don't know, I can't, I can't put my finger on it, but something about the timing felt strange that made the jokes not land as well for me. Mm. But that's like a random nitpick that I can't no. really like yeah. trace back to, as to like why, or I just <laughs> know that I just know that I, I I felt something was a bit off and yeah. it pulled the laughs a little bit for Fair me. Fair enough. Yeah. But hey, speaking of something that's a little bit off, uh, and my official recommendation, because uh, it's cool, because it's very rare that this happens. Have you heard of the show Atypical on Netflix? Yes. Oh, man, I love it. Have you watched it? I have not. Oh, my God. It's really good. And like the fourth and final season comes out, I think, uh, I think by the end of this week. Mm-hmm. It's uh, four seasons, each, each season 10 episodes. It's about a family. Uh, it's about one person, really, uh, who has uh, autism. Right. And God, he's so good. He's so good in the show. The the main actor and Michael Rappaport is in it, and Jennifer Jason Leigh are the parents. Um, the you know the girl from Bill and Ted's mm-hmm. that sequel that I already f- I forgot immediately after Samara we Weaving the other one. Oh, the Keanu one. The Keanu. Oh one. yeah, yeah, I know she's an atypical. She's yeah. yeah, she's the sister, and uh, oh, she recently came out as non non binary, which is very interesting to watch. Huh. Um, uh, very interesting to see because yeah, the character she plays is not a girly girl, kind of a tomboy still, but right. she's playing a girl. So I'm just like. Eh. Interesting that you can choose to, yeah. Anyway, uh, but it's a really great show. It's it's got a lot of heart. It's very funny, and it's an, and to be honest, it's like a really really good look into what it's like to have autism. I think I think it's mm. like it, it delves into it, and like the the amount of like humor they can mine out of the situations he finds himself, like mm. falling in love with his therapist and like getting girlfriends and stuff like that. It's really 
It's really, it's really a, char- a charming show that really I'm, I'm surprised I didn't give it a chance. It's been a while since I've seen a show like that where yeah. it's like just earnest, yeah, sweet, you know. It's got, but it's got edge to it. It really does. Mm. And like, uh, and like, there's, there's like family issues. People cheat on each other. It's, it's, it's a really good show. Is that your wreck of the week? That is my official wreck of the week. Atypical, right? Well, Weird I mean, it's not Black Widow. I mean, um, that goes without saying. You can watch it. <laughs> It. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, don't watch it. Of course, watch it. It's just whether you want to pay the ticket money, I guess. Yeah, because like, I think you'll have it in October on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, like, the completionist in me is always going to want to watch it ASAP. I'm going to watch it again. I don't know if I'm going to watch it in the theater again, but I'm definitely going to watch it again with, like, readjusted expectations and just see what happens. Mm. You know? Yeah. That's just how much I love the Mickey dick. <laughs> well, my wreck of the week is, uh, I guess, tangential to Marvel. Why not? Uh-huh. Um, a DC thing. No. No, no. Um... It's a show that doesn't get a lot of love, but um, especially in this age of real boundary-pushing superhero Marvel television uh-huh. that we're getting of Loki, Winter Soldier, and uh, what's the other one? Scarlet Scar- Widow. Scarlet Widow. <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> so many names. <laughs> Widow Vision. Colors. I mean, what you know, WandaVision. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is a show that always flew under the radar, released by FX, called Legion. Uh huh. Um, still pushing that thing, huh? I'm still pushing the fuck out of Legion because yeah, I try, I cannot do it. Try. Um, it's all on Disney Plus. Uh huh. Um, it's not connected to the MCU. Give, I'll give you that. So you know, there's not too much of like a completionist thing. Of, yeah, like, if anything, it's, it's connected to the the, the X Men world. Vaguely, vaguely, even that, it's like very a uh, very loose connection. Yeah, but. As a standalone piece of just art and superhero art, I guess, it is fascinating. It is amazing to watch. The first season is a little bit tough to get to because it's very demanding of the audience in terms of the visual metaphors that it presents, uh, the the textual metaphors, the metaphors hidden in in, in the music and everything. Mm. Like, it's very demanding of the audience to if you're going to want to get the full picture. Um... I would say season two onwards, it gets much more straightforward so in the sense four that seasons three three season two onwards, it gets a little bit more straightforward in the sense that the narrative becomes a lot more focused. It's mm. still very mind bending, but because they're juggling less things, it's a lot less of a, a headache. Is Aubrey Plaza in it throughout throughout or just yeah? The... She's in it quite a bit. Okay, I'm not finished with it either. It's mm. just that I just jumped back on not too long ago, and I was like, why did I ever stop? <laughs> like it's so. Like, especially in this time where everyone's giving praise to things like Loki, WandaVision, and Winter Falcon for being so boundary-pushing and what the visuals and everything. Like, Legion, man, especially with, uh, uh, what's-his-face, Noah Hawley um, behind the the writing and directing and a lot of the visual elements. Is he he the guy that did um, Fargo, Fargo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's another one. I watched the first two seasons. I loved it, and then I just mm -hmm. didn't continue. Yeah. Hmm. Um, But yeah. FX, uh, I mean, what do you call it? <laughs> uh, Legion. Yes. Legion. It's a mood. I would say it's definitely a mood. It's it's, it's definitely right. a show that you also, you can't like do something else and watch it, and that might be a deal breaker for some of you. It demands your attention, um, but it's so artfully done. That's cool. Um, and also, you know, just if if you like looking at pretty images and like well constructed and well thought out, it's visually striking too. Cinematography. Fair, yeah. Oh my goodness! It's just like it's like a it's like a mood board on steroids. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an absolutely gorgeous show. Um, check it out. And I haven't out. even finished it yet, but apparently it only gets better and better. Okay, well, mm-hmm. maybe I'll check it out. 
because uh, yeah, that move that show gave me a headache when I tried to watch it. <laughs> uh, Try okay, like really push through the first, mm-hmm. and then I think once you get to the second season, you're gonna be like, I'm I'm in. I can't even remember if I finished the first season. I or just watch like a recap of the first season and I might then do that. start the second season. I might do that. Yeah, I might do that because the first season, I'll admit, is 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 mm-hmm. is difficult like it's it amazes me that they got renewed for a second season because the first season was like fucking demanding <laughs> it's just there's no way to just watch it once and be like i got all of that right <laughs> like there's no way huh. yeah all right so that's my that's my recommendation of the week but you know i i feel like i've recommended it on this show before no one cares <laughs> <laughs> and it hurts <laughs> so please check it out and if you do if you do check out atypical or legion uh message us message us on the instagram i have no one to talk about oh, all these like very niche um yes. uh, uh little enjoyments yeah if you watch legion and if you watch fucking what's that brandon fraser show drudge of the jungle no nope, the other one. Oh, uh suicide squad that's, nope nope uh teen tight nope see not you don't even not even you know it doom patrol that's how much it sucks doom patrol yeah talk to nathan about that he'll like he'll enjoy a conversation with you just stop him on the streets be like hey what's doom patrol oh what's doom patrol <laughs> and then he'll be like Whoa! have you still not seen doom patrol no i tried <laughs> really man I, I i don't know it's weird like i watched it how many have you seen pretty good i think i watched the whole first season okay and i'm like okay and I just have no impetus to watch more of it. Fascinating. Yeah. I, I thought of all people, you'd really enjoy it. Me too. Because like it has like a heart in it that is very not in a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, Maybe I just have a real natural disdain for the DC stuff. Mm, I have a preference for it because I was always Team DC. Right. Um, up until MCU started making movies, yeah. um, but when I was a kid, I was Team DC all the way because right, yeah, they yeah. just had they just have more interesting characters. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I grew up in DC, but uh, yeah. they're, they're more interesting human characters. And like, oh, know, I would argue that like I Kingdom Come, like fucking forget about it. No, that's a great comic book, yeah. super good, well done art. But the thing with DC and, and and Marvel is like DC has always been like these are gods, these are titans. They're you know, whereas Marvel's like these are humans. Right. Which I think is more... Eh, it's just a taste thing. Not all of them see them as gods and titans. But even the ones that do... Like, like, like they... they the, the whole fun of it is that they get into the human elements of these gods and titans. And that's what kind of, like, makes it feel a lot more sweeping, I guess, in mm-hmm. terms of, like, the progression. And, you know, when you see the Flash unable to stop running... And he he can't stop, and every and his life is just passing him by at a yeah. at a crazy pace. Like that's a fucked up thing to happen to a person. Sure, you know, um, you can relate to that, right? You know, when you're working so <laughs> hard. No, mm, I don't know. Yeah, that's just a taste thing. Anyway, I think we can leave it there, dude. I got some stuff to get to. It's yeah, a, I have a meeting. It's weird to have. I'm not gonna do. I'm uh, because of this camp thing. I'm like on a full on adult schedule, so I'm uh-huh. like I wake up at eight a.m. and. Mm-hmm. Live a life. Are you I'm sleepy sleep by, by the by the time Ugh, the sun comes so down? Now I have an eight p.m. meeting, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> eh, I mean, you have like the the day to rest. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I took a quick nap, yeah quick nap. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. L- well, just a quick life update on my part. I would love a life update. Like the studio has been uh, like a source of much joy and fruitfulness. That's great. Um, just you read an album yet? Oh no no! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, just in terms of like getting random people to come in and watch them like play music. That's cool. You know, because uh, I think it's a, it's a more, it's a rarer thing than you'd think 
to have like musicians play music together with other musicians. No, I can imagine that's weird. You know, in in these days, it's like a rarer thing than you think. I still can't. Um, I still every every once in a while I'll overhear you being like, "Hey man, let's come over and let's jam." You want to jam right now? I'm like, "What the fuck is that? You just go and just jam." Yeah, but yeah, but that's what you do. But yeah, yeah, it's it's the best. It's the best thing um, to just like, you know, figure out where everyone's at. And also uh, to see someone come in and you can tell that, you know, they're not the most comfortable around an instrument and just start to, like, feel more at home in in themselves in making music. That's been a great source of joy and, like, a a great source of, like, inspiration for what's to come for that space in the future. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So, yeah. You know, I've watched um, I've watched American Utopia like twice. <laughs> we last talked about. Have it. you coaxed your girlfriend into watching it yet? No, she's too like it's too like, it's too loud for me. Is what she says. Right. But I'll get her. Oh, I'll get her. <laughs> you know what I noticed last time I watched it? You know the Canadian girl, the blonde girl. Yeah. It feels like she only knows like half the lyrics. The drummer. Yeah, I'm like everyone's singing except for her. Right. Or like, what's the gibberish song? She'll sing like the first half and then she'll stop. Yeah, Izimbra. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe was, she I just has drumming to focus on. <laughs> But she's like literally the only one not singing. <laughs> anyway, maybe it's intentional. Hey, it's like a it's like a little hidden thing, you know. Every every character has their own story. Canadian lady. Mm-hmm. Check it out if yeah that one too. If you still, I'm gonna plug that one again because it's <laughs> so fucking good. F- seek out and watch American Utopia. It's yeah. so good. All right. Awesome. Man. Yeah, that's another one in the bag. Hundred one seventy four. Is one seventy five a milestone? Probably not. Yeah, I guess not. 200, though. Holy shit. Mm. Yeah. Do you think we'll be able to do another live one by 200? <sighs> I mean, they're saying so. They're saying that, sorry, they're saying that, like, if you're fully vaccinated, sometime in August, you can start hanging out with eight people. Right. So, fingers crossed. Hmm. I like doing live shows. I really enjoy that live show that we did, so it feels weird to, like, not do more. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure out more so we'll of those in the out. future. We'll, we'll keep y'all informed. Okie dokie. Have a good week, y'all. Take care. Stay safe. Don't get the long COVID. Um, uh, it's longer and more dangerous. You talking about the Delta variant? Is it what? What's the long COVID? I don't know. People have been talking about long COVID. Oh. <laughs> that was like, was there a short COVID? Um, anyway. But yeah, don't get that. That sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the hang. Thanks. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.